when you just think about it or when you look back, what does what does Potato Creek mean to you? It's just the the Geyer family. Mm-hmm. It's our it's it's just our thing. Yeah, we just, yep. it's our it's our it's our, um, our family tradition. Right, it's our family and we, tradition, and we. Yep. Always try our best to make it the best one ever mm-hmm. each time. It's our family reunion, really. Yeah. And it you know? and we just keeps getting together. bigger. We had, yeah. Third, together. Yeah, yeah. we had to add a third Not cabin. Not that we're uh-huh. apart, but. <laughs> right. You know. it's, it is our yeah. family reunion. Yes. You know? It sure is. And, and so it's just and, one of the best traditions. And, and I can guarantee every one of us when we tell our colleagues and our coworkers, when we're like, yeah, we've been doing this since 88. Um, most of them, at least in my experience, are like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, is it you guys is too. When you tell people, they're just kind of like, oh yeah, wow. I I love talking about it. Uh-huh. I I love telling yeah. my coworkers like it's Potato Creek weekend. Yep, yep, like, exactly. I'm so excited to to take. A, I'll take Friday off or a half yeah. day Friday oh, yeah. just to get ready. Me too. You know? yep. I, and then I took to taking Mondays off to recover. <laughs> <laughs> For real, oh, that's hilarious. And then this year, I'll probably that's hilarious. Try, but, yeah. but that's funny what you just said about Potato Creek Week. We talked about that at the beginning as kids, how excited we got. You know it's a fucking awesome weekend when we're grown-ups and we still get that excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Thank you, ladies. That was fun as hell. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I thank you for listening to another episode of Memory Mission, a podcast where at the surface I sit down in the studio with guests and then just share our stories with you. But it's much deeper than that. My guests are longtime friends and family, and the stories that we capture may make you scratch your head and wonder how we're still productive members of society. But I think you'll enjoy listening to the memories of our antics as I try to produce and shape them into engaging and fun audio stories. In recent episodes, you've heard my family share some memories about a very special family tradition that we have, the Potato Creek Cabins Weekend. Every fall since 1988, my parents, siblings, aunts, uncles, cousins, and other random guests over the years have spent the weekend in the cabins at Potato Creek State Park in North Liberty, Indiana, outside of South Bend. If you know my extended family, you'll agree that we are some good people and you definitely enjoy our company. But then the next day, your ears hurt, you've lost your voice, and your jaw and cheeks are in pain because of all the smiling and laughing that ensued. When you're done listening to this episode, you'll definitely understand why the title is Bombs Away. Once the bombs start dropping, IQ levels do as well. Eggnog is to Christmas what Jaeger bombs are to Potato Creek Cabins weekend. Just like a starter's pistol starts the race, the dropping of Jaeger bombs start the Potato Creek weekend. I asked everybody if they had to pick one drink that encapsulates the weekend, what would that be? Almost everyone mentioned the Jaeger bombs. Here's my mom, Kim, and my dad, Joel. If you had to decide, if you had to pick one alcoholic beverage that you think encapsulates Potato Creek Weekend, what would that be? Long after I stopped drinking there, along came Matt Emery and the Jaeger bomb. That was the big group drink. Right. You know. And so that's kind of what I was thinking about. When I think of when I think of like the one drink that encapsulates, it kind of brings us together. 
It yeah, is the Jaeger right. bomb. It you're does, right. yeah. It's just it, kind of on Friday night, we just right. all pour in the red solo cups. We just pour, you know, Jaeger bombs. And and this is, we're all grown adults. This isn't when we we're children. I mean, no, we're grown no, now. exactly. Grown of age yeah. people, but. And we I, always have the photographs. Yep. We always have, we have pictures. Which I of take yeah. because. I'm not partaking not in the Jaeger bombs. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that's probably the only time each year that somebody drinks that nasty flavored oh. stuff. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> Black yeah. licorice. Yep. Oh, <laughs> oh, goodness. Here is my brother Bubba and Carrie describing the once a year Black licorice bombs. What would you say if you had to pick one drink? That just represents Tater Creek. What would you What would you pick? It would be think? the Jaeger bombs. Why? You've been doing it for God. I don't even know how long uh -huh. since I started drinking at least. Right. Just because it's you know something fun for all of Tradition. us to take shoots of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's Tradition. sentimental. It's not yeah. like every time you get together you're doing shots of Jaeger. Right. So yeah. Out of like, red solo cups. It, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's Literally. like a special time. I do it once a year. Right. Right. <laughs> it's that right. weekend. Yeah. yeah. Correct. And what's neat about it, we were talking about it last night with mom and dad, people normally aren't doing shots of Jaeger, and, but like mom will do a shot, Aunt Kelly, like people who don't normally just pop back Jaeger will do a shot. So yeah. this will be my first year not drinking. Are you still buying us Jaeger? <laughs> As we're talking here, I, I feel that I should. As we're talking, I feel I should. So... Here's my cousin Stephanie describing the nasty drink in the Red Solo Cups. If you if you had to think about one alcoholic beverage that sums up our trip, what would it be? Our weekend? Um, Jaegerbaum. Is that it? Jaegerbaum yep. and Fireball for me. Uh -huh. Yes. Yep. Yep. Talk yep. to me about the Jaeger. Like what? What? Just just talk to me about it. Well, because, you know, we always, on usually on Fridays and Saturdays, right. too, we would have our, you know, red solo cups uh -huh. and all do our little, in fact, I still red have the pictures on my phone mm -hmm. and line them all up yep. Yep, and do our little nasty Jaeger uh -huh. bar. Damn right. <laughs> Shots. And for a lot of us, it's probably uh, the only time we drink it. It is. All year. That's the only time I drink it. And it's so funny because like after it and if I'm out somewhere and mm -hmm. I see it at the bar, I'm yep. like, Ugh. But But at Potato Creek, yes, it's just kind of natural. Yes, it's delicious. Yeah. Here's my sister Rachel describing the absolute love of the taste that she has for Jaeger bombs. If you had to pick one drink that kind of encapsulates or, or just exemplifies Potato Creek Weekend... What would you pick? Well, listen, I'm not picking it because I like this. It, I'm picking it because it was always shoved down our throats, and I absolutely disgusting hate it. Jaeger. <laughs> Matt and his Jaeger bombs. Everybody had to do Jaeger bombs. And then I started doing it with Mountain Dew. It wasn't as horrible. But I absolutely hate Jaeger all around. I hated it. And so <laughs> as I got older, I stopped doing it. I was like, I'm not. I'd rather just shoot a shot of vodka. Uh, but yep, Jaeger <laughs> and those red solo cups. Yeah, I'll fill um, you up. And I'll tell you, every year, older and older, I just can't do shots because uh -huh. I'm old. Here is my brother-in-law, Dave, definitively describing peer pressure, red solo cups, and walls. But if you had to pick one drink that just summarizes Potato Creek or just that pops in your head when you 
think of that one drink and you think of Potato Creek, what drink would that be? Yeah, it's Jaeger Bombs. Is it? Talk to me. Yeah, Jaeger Bombs. And, uh-huh. you know, it's not my go-to drink. Right, right. But, uh, you know, it's a family tradition now, uh-huh. I feel, and you uh-huh. can't break those. Nope. You just got to lean into them. And, yep. I like that. Lean into them. You know, them. some of these weekends, you're just not feeling it. You know, right. like you want to maybe drink a few beers and kind of work your way into it. But, um, but yeah, when those Jaeger bombs come out, you're either all in or you're all out. And, uh, yeah. even if you started a few and uh-huh. then you hit, there's this wall that you can hit that you're just yep. like, you get into this refusal. Uh-huh. And then that's the battle. It's like how much peer pressure can be put on you before you have one more, just one more. You know, I and love it. You know what's funny is because they're all in the red solo cups, and so right. sometimes, sometimes the battle is like how much goes in there, right? Yep. And But they're 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 not uh, small pores by any means either. Like no, they're not. They're they're hefty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you are now. One, two, three. You're six for six on this question. Everybody said the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's the uh, it's the traditional drink. I mean, yep. I mean, outside of that, it's beers, and that's oh god, kind of boring. Yeah, you yeah know? exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so <laughs> that shit's hilarious. Yeah. Here is my cousin Alex describing his favorite style of pants: the big boy drinking kind. From a global perspective, if you had to think of one drink that summarizes the weekend, what would it be? Uh, Jaeger. Jaeger bombs? Why? I don't know. Because you just brought like 13 bottles and and basically said we're not leaving until they're all gone. So, you know, new new in the family, you got to prove yourself. You got to, you know, (laughs) just put your big boy drinking pants on and go. And, and... You are now at six for six of people who said that the Jaeger bomb is. If you had to think of one drink that encapsulates the weekend, it's Jaegermeister. Well, because you started off, I think before dinner, mm-hmm. you know, on on Saturdays, you would pour a row uh-huh. with everyone, Monster, sugar free, uh-huh. and uh, Jaeger uh-huh. for about thirty of them. Yep. Just pass them around. That's how we uh, kicked off the Saturday night. Uh huh. Shit, and Friday, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fr- <laughs> Friday is a good day, too. You know, rows of the red solo cups just going to town. <laughs> that was a good time. And lastly, here is my cousin Kate and my Aunt Kelly discussing their love of the evil drink. Yeah. If you guys had to think of one drink, that encapsulates, that summarizes, that um, you think of connected to Potato Creek, what drink would that be? The Red Bull shots. Okay, the Jaeger bombs. The Jaeger bombs. I was yeah. going to say Jaeger bombs. Yeah. Talk to me about it. That was a later tradition. They're evil. That right. Introduced. Right. Evil. Evil. Why? Because I've had bad experiences. Oh, I've I thought had, you had I had each one year. bad experience oh. with with um, redheaded sluts. That are- <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> I, I, yeah. Oh they're Jaeger bombs and um, oh, they're, Jaeger, they're Jaeger and, Meister it's another, it's another and, and Red Bull put together. That's a Jaeger bomb. Jaeger and Red Bull. That's yeah, what we do every schnapps, year. And I think, makes it a Red well, that's, Bull. That's, I, think. I think so. Yeah. yeah and I but got, Matt, you... And so but I would you, never do them at Potato Creek and y'all did them. Yep. And, and 
But ours, and, but ours were different though, because you made them with monster. I think you tweaked it, and made it with monster, monster and I think then you did it with monster. a sugar-free monster. But what yep. did we call them though? Did we call Just them something different? Bombs. So we still okay. I didn't In the know red solo cups. Yeah. So definitely. now you are the. I've asked that same question out of uh, eight people. All eight said that same drink. Yeah. You know, it just does because it's the way we've kicked off Fridays. Yeah. Like we poured it in the red solo. So what? Cups maybe like the last ten years. Probably. At least. Probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just and, we line and them up. I would start one. Yeah. I just mm -hmm. I, would, I only do one. To, right. To, to yeah. Honor the yeah. Well, my mom. Some of us did more, but most, most of us time did it was one. Just one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then this would be my first year without doing them. Yeah. Right. right. So we might not even do it. I mean, we have a yeah. lot of sober gentlemen. I may so. talk Bubba into buying the bottle just to keep the tradition going. Yeah. I'll do yeah. a shot of something else with the red solo cup for the pictures, you know. According to the Indiana Department of Natural Resources website, the role of an Indiana conservation officer is centered on being service oriented. As the law enforcement division of the Indiana Department of Natural Resources, the website says that the DNR officers concentrate on full-time police work focused on community needs. It says that officers experience interesting challenges that vary from day to day. After 33 years of visiting the cabins at Potato Creek, I can definitely tell you that they consistently provide a service. Their annual reminder to tell us to be quiet. Here are my parents and I discussing the DNR's annual visit. During Potato Creek Cabin Weekends, we have... Normally, the DNR is our friend, and we depend on them for conservation. We depend on them for questions about the environment and how to keep our um, state parks clean and fresh and everything. Oh, you're not kidding. They do a hell of a job. Absolutely. Oh, and they're normally yeah. very, very nice. Oh, I love the DNR. Very proper. Except on Potato Creek Cabin Weekends, sometimes the DNR has to come out and tell us to shut the it's hell up. It's not their fault. Right. Absolutely I mean, not. That's part of their job to Absolutely squelch not. It's but, been a while. But it is almost like clockwork that the <laughs> DNR will pull up and tell us to zip it in a very nice way. That. All right, here's, here's the limerick about the DNR kindly stopping by and Rachel's response to them one night. Yes, we agree. We party with gusto. To tone it down, surely a musto. Rachel told DNR when they stopped by to bar, good night and we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so Rachel, I remember oh she told God. the DNR came out and asked, and asked us politely to be quiet. And Rachel matter of factly just said, okay, we'll see you tomorrow night. <laughs> I remember that like it was yesterday. <laughs> All those. Oh my yeah. God. So funny. And they were, they were, <laughs> they chuckled. Nice. They were yeah, very they nice. Were, they yeah. Cause we're yeah. nice. It's not oh, like we're disrespectful, yeah. but we oh, are yeah. loud. Yep. Yo, loud, oh. loud, loud, yeah. loud, well, loud. there's a lot of us. <laughs> and there's a lot of us, and we're having a good time. <laughs> That's for sure. Here's my brother Bubba and I discussing the annual visit by the DNR. Bubba is frustrated because folks at the campsite complained about our noise level. He was confused because he thought that campers were supposed to rough it and just deal with the noises of the night. Here is Bubba. Do you recall any evenings at the DNR stopped by at all just to say hi to us? Yeah, there are a couple of evenings, actually. Well, did, they, did they come to hang out with us, or what'd they do? They basically told us to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. That was the one year our cabin was, the back of our cabin 
was the back of the campground. Yes. And I guess we were being too loud for uh-huh. some campers. Uh-huh. And the DNR came around yep. saying, be quiet because yep. you're too loud. Being too loud is like a theme with you guys. It, I think it is. <laughs> a little I mean, bit. You're, you're I camping. Think it is. I know. I mean, you're going to call the DNR when you're out there camping? Come on. Yep. It's three in the morning and, then, and you have kids trying to sleep. About, <laughs> then about an hour later, uh, that same night, they came back and uh-huh. told us to be quiet again. Yep. I love Carrie's comments there in the background. Being too loud is like a theme for you guys. <laughs> Love it. Here is Rachel discussing our decibel level and how that causes the DNR officer to pay us the annual visit. And if the officer is lucky enough, we'll welcome them back the next night. You are such a, I mean, you're just a wonderful hostess, a greeter um, for our annual DNR visit, DNR officer visit. (laughs) And so just talk to me about the strategies you use to make them feel welcome, both Friday and Saturday nights. Oh, my God. Well, Friday nights, we generally are just so happy to be there and so happy to see each other. And it's usually been a while and we're so stoked. So we are cackling where everybody's loud. And uh-huh. if you don't know us, you we're loud people. We talk loud. We uh-huh. live loud. And we um, like to have a good time. Loud. So, um, and we don't do that inside. We do that outside on the porch. And then when everybody gets a little too loud, we kind of move away from the porch and we just stand on the sidewalk areas. And and, uh, so we're very loud. Drinking, having a good time. And um, we often, the DNR would get called on our cabin. And so the DNR would come up. And they're always so lovely and kind Uh and calm. Nobody is ever mean or anything. Just asking us (laughs) if we could take it down or go inside, which Mm -hmm. we could never go inside because other people are trying to sleep inside our cabins. Yep. So one year the the DNR came on a Friday and was (laughs) lovely. And I, knowing who we are, just, you know, after we said, yep, we'll take it down a notch and all that jazz. And I said... Um, all right, thanks. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And they knew it. And sure enough, sure enough, they were there. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I think, I think now that we are older, the, the, the fat four and the, the older cousins, Mm -hmm. um, and we all have children that we haven't really had DNR. We've simmered down in our thirties, um, and haven't really had DNR come often. Been a few years. Yeah, it's been a few years. Let's say four. Probably. Which I think is a milestone. Many of you know that Broadway Joan Namath was on top of the world in the late 1960s. The New York Jets quarterback was a beacon of confidence and swag. In Super Bowl III, he led the Jets to one of the biggest upsets in football history, defeating the Baltimore Colts. In one of the most famous NFL video clips, the cameras caught a victorious Broadway Joe running off the field, his number one finger raised in victory, as fans looked on in sheer amazement. Well, late one night at the cabins, our cousin Alex had a very similar experience. The only difference is, instead of running off of the field with his number one finger raised, Alex was carried off of the field with his finger raised. You see, this was one of Alex's first cabins weekend, He was of age, but he was a young of age, and he succumbed to a little bit of peer pressure. And then he chose to sit on his future mother-in-law's lap, 
which in turn broke the chair, which in turn caused bodies and eyeglasses and drinks to fly. Here are my parents and I discussing that night, and you got to know that a limerick was written. Aunt Kelly's middle daughter, Kara, dating a, a wonderful young man named Alex Barkley. <laughs> And yeah. one of Alex's early years there, if I recall, first year. it was his first year there. You and bet. so classic, he was young. They were young. Oh, yeah. And were. so I think myself, Josh, everybody else had had more experience with the cabins and then had more experience with our stamina and with the <laughs> yes. oh my God. amount of, of liquids that we absorbed. But see, I think Alex was still learning how to increases stamina. Well, you're 10 years older, man. 10 years older. You know, and so he had to really? Been, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But <laughs> that night, Alex impressed his, his future mother-in-law uh, by, <laughs> by uh, falling, basically. So here's, here's the limerick. There once was a young Alex Barkley whose first creak is remembered quite darkly he crashed Kelly's chair, sent her ass in the air. Woodland creatures thought his vomit quite sparkly. <laughs> oh, yes. Again. <laughs> Dad and I were just talking. We Woo. vividly remember that. Kelly goes. <laughs> so Alex she, sat on her lap, just messing around, yeah. just yep. playing around. And yeah. instantly what happened? Chair broke. The, the chair, chair broke. Down. <laughs> Kelly went down. He went down. That uh, night, you guys literally had to drag him to the uh -huh. cabin. Yeah. We had to assist him. We had to, to physically drag that, him to the cabin. Right. And yeah. I remember, I, I have pictures. Like, I think Rachel <laughs> might have been helping to drag him. Rachel. And yeah. he put his hand in the air like, say goodnight <laughs> to the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the woodland creatures, because we took a picture of the vomit too, was gone. It was eaten. It was oh gone the next day. God. So he had vomited outside and then the creatures uh, got to him. They yeah. were probably buzzed. They were probably stumbling. That's why all those squirrels were stumbling around, falling out of trees I that day. You might be right. That's the D don't tell the DNR that. No. They will not be our <laughs> friends anymore. Oh man. Bubba was such a kind cousin and escorted a proud Alex to his bedroom. There once was a young Alex Barkley, whose first creak is remembered quite darkly. He crashed Kelly's chair, sent her ass in the air. Woodland creatures thought his vomit quite sparkly. <laughs> what do you remember about Alex his first time down? I, I or think, that night. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it started with all the Jaeger bombs that I you would right. provide all of us. Yep. That was great. When he sat on Kelly's, <laughs> like she was sitting in a lawn chair. <laughs> And for some reason, he decided to sit on her, <laughs> yep. and they both fell on the, straight on their asses, straight backwards. Uh huh. And then I think that was a time when Kara said, "That's enough. We're going to bed." Uh huh. So she went, and I, we had to help him back yep. up. At that time, that was when they had the stairs mm -hmm. up to the cabins. Mm -hmm. So we had to help him up the stairs. Mm -hmm. All the while, he's holding up a number one of his finger up in the air, number one. Just proud of Just himself. Just walking back. <laughs> yeah. My sister Rachel was kind enough to ensure that an index finger waving Alex made it safely to the cabin. They made it, but not without a few bumps and bruises. Yeah. Just like Alex's first year. Oh, uh, dear God. One of my favorites, too. One of my favorite stories and the pictures. 
<laughs> number one. Yeah. My yeah. perspective, because I had to help carry him. Like, first of all, we're standing on the porch like we always do, and uh-huh. everybody's drinking or or whatever they're doing. If they're not drinking, it's fine. Right. And um, oh, he started barfing off the the porch. I mean, this uh-huh. was late later on. Right. He's barfing off the porch. I'm like, oh my god. Kara had just had what Jude. Yeah, had to have been. He was a baby. Had to have Literally, been. like, in their bed, I felt so bad. And I had, I was one carrying him back to his cabin. <laughs> oh, my and God. he's on me and then falls into, like, the, the <laughs> stairs. Yes. I've got a shit, a bloody shin. He, oh, well, bruised shin, I should say. Not bloody, but it was, it hurt. He's beat up oh my god but he's walking and he puts up his number one like yes. I, just, I made it oh my yes. god but i felt so bad for kara yes dumping he did. that idiot in there oh yeah you did you just dropped him off didn't you just yeah here, here I'm not, you go. and i was like i am not nope. sorry i'm not dealing with this nope. because I, look i had my own right my own yeah. my own ended up in the car that night <laughs> we'll not that, that night but a couple years later Here is the victim herself, my Aunt Kelly. She describes what it was like to have her daughter's boyfriend randomly sit on her lap, causing the chair to break and things to fly. So this is for Kelly. So there was, I just need your feelings about this. What what were you feeling when you're, speaking of one of Kara's boyfriends, what were you feeling when early on in a young Kara and Alex's relationship, that Alex felt comfortable enough to sit on your lap. And then and then he <laughs> he, tackled he, he did in so the chair. he did this so <laughs> aggressively that the chair just fell out. So what what was going through your head? Mixed mixed emotions or what? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a, such a, I was just taken out of I was broadsided, so I yeah. didn't really have any thought. No I didn't words. have time to think. <laughs> And my glasses flew no. off. <laughs> That's what I, I remember. And I couldn't find them. They were the cheater readers. But right. yeah. It's pitch black, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He let it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was fun. That, that was something else. <laughs> That's my first memory of Alex at the cabins. Yes, that is. A book was published with that story, actually. Yeah, I wrote it. Oh, I don't have it saved on any computers, I don't think, anymore. But I hope Alex maybe can still have it. He better have he it. He better still have it. At least he needs to take pictures of each page oh, yeah. for us, you know. And speaking of that night also, Alex... Once again, cousin Matt and Josh, I think we're trying to see what new boyfriends could meet the bar that we've raised. And Alex was trying to meet the bar. And as he told me today, he said, you know, I hadn't really drank that much before my I was 21-ish. And he was trying to keep up with us. And he vomited outside. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Rachel and... Bubba, Aww. I think, had to carry his ass inside. I remember. There's that. a photo There's of it. There's a photo from of it. Yep. And, and there's a photo of me in the chair too. Yeah, you, I think I, you I captured everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you yeah, were a photographer. Had, there For was sure. a photographer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was gosh. me. That's Instead funny. of helping you, I took pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of helping Alex, I took pictures. And I got it though. I have him being dragged up with the number one, like Joe Namath winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> yep. And then Good I night. think he. I don't know. We couldn't remember if he vomited inside with Kara or not. Probably outside. And he did, and, and animals ate it because the next morning it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that, 
true. There yes, once was a true. young it's Alex. True. If it's in a limerick, it's true. It's true. Okay? Yes. <laughs> there once was a young Alex Barkley whose first creak is remembered quite darkly. He crashed Kelly's chair, sent her ass in the air. Woodland creatures thought his vomit quite sparkly. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, that is too funny. Too funny. Oh, my gosh. First, I want to say that Alex is a good, good dude, you know, and that's why we like teasing him about it. He's, he's definitely a good sport. But this night definitely lives in infamy. I made sure to give Alex the time to share his memories of the events. But it's hard to share your memories when you don't remember. Here is Alex. What were your thoughts at, during the first weekend? It was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't recall a ton because I didn't get messed up. You know, I didn't okay. really partake okay. to the fullest. I was more okay. You know, in love. So you were you you were more worried about impressing Kara than you were impressing. Kara's I think so. Cousins. We were we were just kind of you know, meeting you guys for mm-hmm. the first time, really. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, feeling things out, mm-hmm. not trying mm-hmm. to make a fool of myself yet. Yeah, it's very... Uh, well, that leads into making a fool of yourself because the following year, I think, is when you probably tried to hang with us or when we kind of um, continued to try to have you hang with us. I would say the, the true or it was mutual. It was true mutual. Initiation. And that's when, you know, he had Jude, obviously. And uh-huh. And he would have been a little guy. I three mean, Three or four months. Probably. That, uh, right. So then I was in, you know. Uh-huh. Now I can make a fool of myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's (laughs) hopefully accepted. (laughs) And um, speaking of that, the first time when when you caught a buzz, you um, you sat on your on Kara's mom's lap, and the chair fell. Do you remember that one? No, I don't remember a lot of stuff. You know, I remember stories from you guys retelling them. I don't remember a whole lot firsthand experience. <laughs> you don't you don't remember the There once was a young Alex Barkley whose first creak is remembered quite darkly. He crashed Kelly's chair, sent her ass in the air. Woodland creatures thought his vomit quite sparkly. All fitting. <laughs> All fitting. You could thank Joel for that one. Yeah. What I remember the most about that is waking up with a just goose egg on the shin from falling oh. on the stairs when Rachel and Bubba were carrying yeah. me in uh-huh. in the cabin. Yep, yep. Just limp, dead body. <laughs> Soaking in Jaeger. You weren't limp enough to put that right arm in the air with that number one, though. I don't know how I got that up. <laughs> and then, I don't remember this, but I think uh, they said you vomited and the creatures ate your vomit. I mean... <laughs> Couldn't have been that tasty. I think the raccoons were buzzed after eating that. (laughs) The next day, we had raccoons running around stumbling drunk. (laughs) That shit's hilarious. And then do you remember, or, well, you may not remember, but you may remember Kara the next day telling you, was she happy when you came in the room at all, or or what? What what was her reactions? You you act like I could even recall (laughs) getting to the room. I think you probably have to ask her on what her, you know, demeanor was. Right, right. And it wasn't super enthused with me. Because I think she had to pull a bucket around or something. 
possibly. I think she probably had to take care of you. Had, and had the bucket and then also had a four-month-old. Yeah. That's, uh, and that's yes. how we kicked off the real true uh, Potato Creek saga. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. Next, you'll hear Rachel's husband, my brother-in-law Dave, and I talk about Mash the Creek. As you'll hear, it was a 5K trail race that we ran a couple of times. It never quite made it to tradition status, but the sheer fact that we ran an organized race during Potato Creek weekend is mind-boggling. As you know, most organized races start early in the morning, and while most runners were preparing by carving up and drinking Gatorades, we prepared by carving up and drinking Faderades. Here is Dave describing Mash the Creek. Like, and it was crazy. I think, was it that first weekend too, um, that they had like that 5k race there? Maybe it was the second time I had been there. I I can't really recall, but I knew like that was happening and Uh I was, I wanted to kind of make that, like, if that was going to happen on those weekends, like I was going to do it. Right. You know, and then I, then I think it was your mission to make that a most uh, miserable experience of my life. (laughs) Yes. And, uh, and I definitely, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, no, it was the second time that I was there. Yeah, it was probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, the Jaeger, the Jaegermeister coming out and the Jaeger bombs. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm good for some Jaeger bombs, you know, Uh and I'll definitely uh participate. And I know that if I'm going to run the next day though, like I probably need, at least four hours of sleep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, and so, you know, we, I know you started pulling those out. You're really good oh, at yeah. getting people to do some Jaeger bombs. Oh yeah. Especially sure. when they don't want to. Oh yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so I've, I actually started to partake, uh, quite a bit. And by the time I went to bed, I think it was, uh, not by choice. I think I was getting ready to pass out. I think mother nature made sure you fell asleep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I was awake the next morning. You know, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Kate and I were down there, mm-hmm. and I will tell you that is one of the most miserable runs that I've ever had. Not to uh-huh. mention, like Potato Creek 5K is. It was like, a trail run. Trail it wasn't run. a. It wasn't right. on asphalt. Trail. Trail, and uh, I wanted to die, <laughs> and uh, I've done many, many 5Ks in my life, and I just want, wanted to literally die. I think. Yeah. If I recall, after you passed the finish line, you I think you were heaving. Am I correct? Uh, yeah. A little dry, <laughs> little dry heaving. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we ga- we we got right back into it uh, or, or early. I think it was probably 930 or 10. Yep. I think we were right into it. And it was it was exactly what I needed. What's crazy is, is we're up till three, you know, three, four in the morning, waking up, running those races. Cause I ran those races too. Yeah. And I had no intention to, but I think the way that I operate, like with, with my staff is I'm never going to ask you to do anything that I wouldn't do. And so if I'm sitting up, staying up late, pouring Jaegers down each other's throats, I'm going to participate too. Yeah. And it was miserable. Running it was through, miserable. Through I, the woods, through everything is absolutely yeah. miserable. And, and I will tell you, like, if I go back through my history of the 5K races I have run and mm-hmm. how often I have woken up drunk still, uh huh. like, it's it's probably 90% of those. <laughs> I, 
you know, and I will tell you that by far, though, was the worst. Yeah. Awful. The worst one. Yeah. Over hills, up, down hills. Bees were out chasing Oh, yeah. Us. They had like ground wasps or whatever. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was bad. Hilarious. Here is my cousin Steph and I talking about Mash the Creek. Now, I met with Steph before I met with Dave, so as you'll hear in this clip, I genuinely forgot about Mash the Creek until she brought them up. She was cracking up at Alex's pre- and post-race routine, and we discussed how this experience scarred Alex for life. He now breaks out in hives at the mere mention of running for pleasure. Here is Steph. But then another one that is fucking hilarious, which I don't know if you, you fight, I don't know, you know, but I don't know if you forgot about it, is when fucking Alex decided he was going to run that race. Oh, I forgot all about the races. Oh, Lord. This Joker. Yes. We were up all night. Never races. <laughs> I don't, yeah, even, I don't even think he's ran a day in his, I mean, you know, seriously. No. And that morning, after yes, drinking yes, all night, he yes. decides he's going to run an all-uphill run in some fucking <laughs> Doc Martens, yeah. loafers. They were like some type loafers. of loafer shoes It's like, or what something. are, they're like boat yeah. shoes. It's like, what are you thinking, Alex? Yes, yes. He's like, oh, no, I'll be fine. I can yes. do it. That motherfucker. Remember, he didn't move the whole weekend. No, he, he kept, Remember, we kept waiting at the end dead. of the race yes. for him, and he, yes. he uh, other people would come. Alex That's was the, hilarious. Oh, my God. And then he could not move. He couldn't move. The rest of Kara was so mad at him because he couldn't do anything. He was like this. And we were like, we tried to tell you. You don't, you know. Yes. You have to train for that for weeks. You yep. just can't get on a Potato Creek trail and be like no, in no. some Doc Martens and, and be jog. like, okay, I'm ready. Three hours after you go to bed. Four exactly. Hours after after you go to bed. dehydrated. And, and so, because yeah. I ran the race, it was me, Katie, Dave, and Alex. And I had always jogged, so I was all right. But, I mean, I was still up just as late with them. Right. I mean, literally. Yeah, And right. we went down, went down there, and I couldn't believe Alex was running. I was like, when's the last time you ran? He's like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I was like, gym class, Mishawaka High School. <laughs> right? Doing suicide yeah, in the gym. Coach Caveman had me running in the, in the, in the Mishawaka gym. Right? Yeah. I think that's no. the last time. So, and it was in the... So then we're jogging up through the hills, and, and I'm just sweating. I'm just smelling alcohol myself, and I just kept thinking of Alex. But turns out, I think Katie got first place she in did. her age group. She did. Uh-huh. Which is insane. Right. And then, yeah. and then I got done, Dave's done, and then yeah. we had to wait forever. And fucking Alex. Alex, just, we're like, do we need to send out you know, help for Alex? The DNR. Does he need to be helicoptered? Yeah, I mean, we're glad we didn't piss the DNR off, because we would have needed them. <laughs> To right, find Alex's exactly. ass. Oh, and remember the one race? I don't know which one it was, where everybody was getting stung by bees. Yes, yes. Up around the course, I ran that too. I was like, Jesus everybody Christ! Everybody that came in got, yep, stung, got stung by a bee. <laughs> we gave up the race running. It was just not. You can't combine race, physical activity. And potato cream. Right. He's probably like, I still haven't recovered. <laughs> he probably. My thighs still have spasms from that race. Yep. He, he hears a starter's pistol. He just quivers. <laughs> <laughs> the Olympics are he banned went. from his house. You he, cannot watch the Olympics. He hears that and he hides. Take cover. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Don't make yep. me do it. None of his kids can ever run track. <laughs> Never. No cross country. He is he scarred. Has PTSD. <laughs> he is scarred for life <laughs> from that. <laughs> Goes by the track at the high school. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nope. Can't do it. Can't, can't do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Poor That's Alex. Just too funny. Oh, my God. Mm. Alex. 
a dedicated man of his word, integrity. At midnight, he gave us his word that he'd run the mash, and he did. In deck shoes, without stretching, on four hours of sleep, here is Alex. There was a race called Mash the Creek. And if I will recall, we were talking about it the night before, because I think Dave was gung-ho on running Mash the Creek. Dave I, was very excited about that. I didn't creek. come prepared to run it. There was somebody else who probably didn't come prepared to run it either. But we ran it the next day. We we're up till probably three in the morning, probably getting after it. Getting after it. I think it. I committed to it in the middle of uh, all that drinking. Like, oh, yeah, I can run three and a half, whatever. <laughs> yeah. 5K. Yeah, 5K. Three and a half miles in the woods. See, three and a half miles is one thing, mm -hmm. like on a track. Mm -hmm. I'd be a lot better, but mm -hmm. when it's up and down and rocks, yep, trees, yep. Uh, and then you have no end in sight. You have no idea when this thing's uh -huh. gonna end. I'm not. Tr there's no technology to track how far I've gone. No, nope, there's no signs. Nothing. Nothing. There's. It's in the woods, up and down. It's the air is thick. I mean, it's in the damn woods in the morning. Yeah. So the air is thick. We're sweating out. Our pores are just sweating out toxins. <laughs> Uh, talk, talk to me about what you're feeling during the race. <laughs> Instant regret. <laughs> I could have just said no. I'm like, all right, you want to make fun of me? I don't care. Yep, yep. But, you know, you commit to something and then you just stick to it. And uh, I was motherfucking myself the whole time. <laughs> I don't even know what shoes I had on. <laughs> You know, if I had real running shoes on. I don't think you did. No, but I was. Like I made it like, like you watch the dudes in the Olympics that fall after running 26 uh -huh. miles. Like they just collapse. That's me that was, at the finish line. That was you for three and a half. <laughs> I didn't throw up. I did That's not. good. I was thought I did. I thought That's I was going to have to, you know. But Dave I, threw up. Air heat. Well, Dave probably finished about 20 minutes before I did, so. We thought you weren't going to make it out, I think. Yep, I had the cheering, uh, the whole crowd. Yeah. Just waiting. <laughs> yes. If, then you just send the search party in yes. or if I was going to come out of the woods. <laughs> we were close to that. And shit, it was like that little kid in the race, the last kid. Everybody cheers for him real hard, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you're waiting for him to finish. And there goes Alex. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you recall being a little bit sore? Oh, God, I don't think I could walk. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember being able to walk after that the next day. <laughs> I don't run, okay? That's not my thing. I, oh, I don't I know. run ever. Right. Like, even when <clears throat> I were to work out, it's cardio was Correct. never part of that. Yeah, yeah. So, just on a whim <laughs> in the creek, just like, yeah, just let's run three and a half miles. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Four hours later. It had to have been 7 a.m. start, 8 a.m. start. You know, we're up till 3 oh, or 4. Oh, early, yeah. <clears throat> and I was a late start, too, but I had jogged, you know. But it was it yeah. was hell for me, and I was in jogging shape. And I couldn't imagine not, you know, no, being was, in jogging I've shape. I've never been in jogging shape. <laughs> and that was prior to breaking my ankle. So even if I if uh -huh. they there was one that came up this next year, uh -huh. hell no. No. Yeah. Hell no. Right. Well, and, that's dangerous then. You're going to fucking uh, blow your leg out just, and... Give me a four-wheeling, off-roading mm -hmm. wheelchair, and mm -hmm. I'll just come support you guys. Yep, for sure. <laughs> I don't know 
anyone I don't think that has a 30 something year tradition mm-hmm. like this it's a real it's something to be like thankful for oh, and it's something right. to be like to ha- be brought into it's it's kind of neat to be able to be a part of something mm-hmm. like that when you don't mm-hmm. have that right um, right previously so yeah I really enjoy it I look forward to it I love taking the time off work uh-huh. I even miss a Friday night football game yeah and I've been I'm and your brother's bef- the head coach of yeah and before Potato Creek I don't think I missed one in like 20 something years wow. yeah so now does the head coach forgive you he does because okay. he knows how much it means or like okay. that it means a lot to David so yeah. he gives me one week and he'll give David two weeks so he can go to his fantasy draft Thank you for listening to another episode of Memory Mission. I hope it reminded you of your own family's Potato Creek Cabins weekend and the annual bombs in the red solo cups, or when the DNR officers provide service to you when you're a bit too loud, or when you ran a five-kilometer trail race in the woods on a few hours of sleep. That's happened to everybody, right? I do appreciate you spending your valuable time listening, and if you would do a few favors for me, I definitely would appreciate it please be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And we're on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, to name a few. Please be sure to follow us on Twitter at Memory Mission and on Facebook at Memory Mission. I would love to hear your comments, your thoughts, what you love about the show, what you'd love to hear on the show, or anything else that I can do to improve. Be sure to reach out, memorymission at gmail.com, or you can message me on Twitter or Facebook. If you can think of anyone else who you think would appreciate the show, please be sure to pass that along to them as well. I thank you once again for listening.